The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. It's uh, 10 minutes after 8, and thank you so much for tuning in to uh, SAFM and the Forum at 8 this morning. And we do understand uh, that uh, some areas have been experiencing some technical difficulty. We are aware of it. Our teams are working to try and rectify the problem, so our sincere apologies for that. Uh, Do bear with us. But uh, this morning we are coming to you from uh, the Northwest Province. Beautiful day in Mahikeng today, in total contrast to the last time we were here when it was cold and it was dusty and that was pretty much the picture that greeted us when we got to Budibe village. Now, for those who um, still don't know how this project works and, you know, where it started, I think it's just worth maybe going back uh, two minutes to tell you how we as SAFM actually came uh, to this particular project. So for Mandela Day, International Mandela Day, which is celebrated on the 18th of July every year, uh, we choose a project where we uh, go and we hope that we can make a difference and uh, hopefully a lasting difference uh, to the lives of the people that we actually interact with. And as a team, what we do, um, you know, the team at SAFM, everybody comes together, chooses a project, and you then pitch your project to the team. And it is totally open and democratic. By show of hands, after all the pitches, we decide on a project. And the project this year um, uh, was chosen by uh, Apiwe Honono, one of our producers uh, for the Ritwenye Gile Relief uh, Givers Soup Kitchen in Bodibe Village. And that's how we got here. Uh, there was, um, you know, an effort that was made by Ntate uh, Moses, and uh, we'll speak to him later and all the other sponsors. And him and his partner actually saw a need in this community and decided that they would, out of their own pockets, try and feed some of the people in the village. Now, just by way of background, um, uh, 57 kilometers south of Mafikeng in the northwest is where the village of Bodibe lies. And it's steeped in history as uh, this is where the Anglo-Boer War was fought between 19, uh, 1899 and 1902. But uh, today the, pop- uh, the village has a population of about 2,000 people. But the residents really struggle with poor water supply, high unemployment and an increased prevalence of HIV AIDS infections. The elderly here go hungry very often due to the extreme levels of poverty but three times a week at least, um, and that's where we found this project, uh, volunteers of the Ritwenye Relief uh, give a soup kitchen meet in Bodibe village to serve meals mainly to the sick and the elderly in the area. And SAFM then uh, decided um, after the process that I was explaining that we would commit to this project this year. And as always, not let down by our sponsors who are always willing to pick up and come along with us, help us out on these very noble missions, and we are eternally grateful to them. And I must just say, when we got to Budibe Village yesterday, wow. It, it really was, you know, a tearjerker from where we came from, where we started, and where we are now, where we found elderly people and little children sitting out in the dust and, you know, waiting, braving the elements, whether it was rain, sun or those dust storms. They had to sit there waiting for Ndate Moses, Mepuseleto and all the other people who give of their time and effort to actually bring something, give something to eat. And 
it's one of those things that you really need to see to understand where people will come, you know, the burnt bits of food that are left at the bottom of the pot. People will come and scrape that up and they will eat it. That was the situation. There was no water. And if you didn't have the money to pay someone to travel a few kilometers out by a hot donkey cart or whatever <laughs> other means of transport and bring it to you, you had a problem. Because what were you going to drink? And therefore, you know, one of the most heartwarming things was when that borehole, um, you know, actually struck gold on the first strike, the first place where they dug, they actually found water. And today, that space is transformed. And the beauty of it is because of what we are seeing, other entities have also seen the value of what is going on and they are coming on board. And this will speak to the sustainability of the project. But not forgetting, we all get swept up in this frenzy when it comes to projects like these. And people come on board and, you know, they will actually pledge we will bring this, that, that and the other. And sometimes... It doesn't happen. But we'll get to those a little later on because we want to call them out. I didn't see the 400 chickens that were promised. So we'll talk about the 400 chickens later on. But there are, of course, those sponsors who came through. And I cannot begin to thank them enough. You know, where others let us down, they were there in a heartbeat, in a flash, to actually pick up the slack and move on with the project. And yeah, the goosebumps keep coming as I talk about this because it really, it may not be much in, you know, the world that some of us live in, but for the people of Budibe Village, this is massive. So just speaking to our sponsors this morning here in studio with us, Ndate Moses Lipadi, who is the owner of the Ritwenye Khile Soup Kitchen Project. It is a non-profit organization and it operates in that village as was explained. <coughs> and he's here with uh, Ms. Pusileto Masibi who is also from the project. And then um, Emily Thomas from Gift of the Givers. And uh, we also have with us uh, from the Alliance Global Corporate and Speciality Africa Group, uh, Siba Setoha here with us on the line and we're going to start with her simply because she doesn't have much time and she has to run and we just want to engage very quickly uh, with uh, Mercedes-Benz Nobutle Mutsamai who's fleet and corporate sales manager for Mercedes-Benz Eastrand and they have been so generous to make sure that they actually cart us so we get to where we need to go and in much style I must uh, also add. Uh, Nobutle thank you so much for speaking to us this morning. Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to the listeners. Now, really grateful for your support on this project. But tell us, uh, why did uh, Mercedes-Benz feel that, um, you know, they should get involved in a project like this? Look, uh, the issue of poverty and, and generally the plight of under-resourced communities in our societies has always been an issue that is very heartfelt to our group. And, and so we saw this as an opportunity to partner with SAFM, obviously, and, and to, to try and do what we can in, in assisting these communities. And has it been worth your while, would you say? Absolutely, absolutely. It's always worth your while to help those in need um, and those who are a little bit less privileged than, than some of us might be. So, yeah, in, in every sense, it has been worth our while. And I ask that because, you know, often uh, people come on board and uh, at the, the end they would say, well, you know, what's in it for us? And um, it's very important that we feel that um, our sponsors also feel that these projects, uh, you know, go a long way in projecting a positive image for them as mm -hmm. well. Uh, but yes. um, as things stand right now, you know, what's your feeling on this uh, project, seeing how it has grown from start to the point where it is now? 
Look, I think it's grown immensely, obviously, and, and we've been very honoured to, to be you know, invited to take part um, and with you over the years. Um, I think at this level, it's more than just about aligning our brands to doing social causes. Um, it really is about lending a hand and, 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 and doing it for that reason and that reason only. Well, thank you so much, Nobutle Mutsamai, Fleet and Corporate Sales Manager for Mercedes-Benz uh, Eastrand and uh, Eastrand Mall Mercedes-Benz. We uh, thank you so much for partnering with us on this venture. And uh, to the guests here in studio with us, and we will, I see some of you, hey, FOMO, fear of missing out. People want to see the pictures, and we'll be tweeting those uh, to show you where we started and where we are now. And, and Tate Moses, last year, no, no tears, ne? No tears. Yeah, last yes. year you spent quite a bit of time crying mm. so uh, let's try and minimize uh, the showers this morning i know it's going to be difficult mm. but we will try thank you so much and of course you know we spoke about the hardships and uh, you know all the obstacles that you faced last year it's seven months on how does it feel uh, thank you Sakira, and uh, thank you to all the listeners uh you know the the, the feeling it's, it's beyond the description. What we have achieved during the seven months, it's so big that when we think from where we started, me, Puseleto, and my wife, you know, coming to look at what we have today, it's beyond description. Thank you, Sakira. I know it's difficult, uh, maybe you can help and Tate Moses out here. Uh, uh, talk to us about, you know, how things have changed for you, how things have changed for the villagers. Uh, thank you, Sakira. Thank you. Uh, good morning, everybody. Really, it is a blessing and it is indeed a change to the life of the Budibe people. Uh, like you have already explained, when we started, we had a problem of water really it has changed everything to a, to a situation that we no longer buy vegetables outsourcing them from other markets because now that we have water we are able to uh, make vegetables out of our own you remember when you came to us you were only eating dust now it's a better situation where we are right now we are having where we cook in a decent place we are having where our parents elderly people do stay it's really a blessing to our life that's what, uh, the members of budibe and the community they are very happy at large and we it is very simpler for us now to cater for them and it is really a great blessing that we are doing to uh, to the community of us and when we got there yesterday, we were treated to some tomatoes that were grown. And, um, and Tate Moses was talking about the spinach. And we had a look at the vegetable garden that they've started. And yeah, it's just all so heartwarming. And people ate some of the tomatoes. I'm not a lover of raw tomatoes. But, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, it's all good. And you were saying that um, before the drought situation really hit in uh, December, that Things were really plentiful and you were even able to, you know, dish out some of the vegetables that you were growing to members of the community. Yes, we were able to pick up, especially spinach, and we were able to cook for our beneficiaries. We were able to pick up tomatoes 
like you saw yesterday, we had about 10 boxes of tomatoes mm. that we're going to use even today. But unfortunately for the drought, from what the, around the beginning of December, you know, everything started going down. We put in water, lots and lots of water, but the strength of the drought definitely destroyed what we have. But we still have hope that immediately when it rains again, then we're going to pick up from where we left the last time. And all of these developments, of course, would not be possible if not for the sponsors and their generosity. You know, I pray for your continued, um, you know, strength to go on and do more and bless many other projects like uh, you did for the people of Budibe. Uh, Gift of the Givers, you were magnificent. And as always, you know, the minute we pick up the phone and we say we're doing this without hesitation, we are there even though you don't even know where we're going to or what we're going to be doing there. So, um, Emily Thomas, talk to us about how you feel. You saw it yesterday. You saw it seven months ago. You saw it yesterday. And what's been your view, your assessment? Thank you so much, Sukina, and thank you for having me here. I must say, when we started about seven months ago, um, it was actually quite bad and quite sad, though, knowing that for some of the old people that came to the center, for them, it was about the only plate of food they would have for the day. And for us, it was no hesitation to get involved and to say, we also want to be a part of this project. We also want to be a part of uplifting and being there for this Padibe community. And for that reason, have we, like you said, we didn't even know what we're letting ourselves in for, but we, we, we just said we will help with the building of, of, the, of the kitchen. And then also with that, um, they needed water. Water that was much, much needed before we could do anything else. We started with the drilling of water. And that, I think, was a blessing not just to the center, but also to the community as well. So um, putting all that in place, we can just say that the, the center currently is a place of hope for the people. It's a gathering place where prayers are being said. Um, it gives people purpose and meaning to come to the center, knowing that they might get a plate of food at the center. Absolutely. And uh, then also, and I think we have to mention this, as I said, sometimes with the greatest of intentions, people will make promises, uh, but for some or other reason are not able to come through. And you were there. And you picked up on that slack. You know, whenever there was a shortage there, gift of the givers would step into that void and say, no, it's fine. We'll do it. How do you do this? I think it's because of generous South Africans. Because of the spirit of Ubuntu in South Africans, that's why we could just step in and say, listen, we want to make a difference. We want to be out there and help people. So for us, it is not a problem to get on board whilst we're getting supported by our communities in South Africa. And we are truly grateful for that. And then um, Allianz, uh, they also came on board. Uh, Lesiba Setoha, a public relations and communications officer for uh, the Allianz group. Again, you know, Allianz came in, and then we heard after the fact Allianz was still there. Tate Moses was telling us, you know, Allianz came in and they gave us so much here. And then they came in again, paid for the Christmas party. I'm just stunned. But talk to us about how you feel about this project. Uh, Sakina, thank you so much for the opportunity. And uh, good morning to the listeners of SAFM. It's, uh, for us as Allianz, it's been 
a pleasure and really uh, a humbling experience to really get involved because uh, Mr. Lepari is really the real hero uh, together with Meb uh, uh because they, they are true leaders, I guess, within the community. Uh, and and obviously without SAFM, we wouldn't have heard about the story. And, you know, and, and I would really like to commend the SAFM team. Uh, for the great work that you do because you're really the eyes and, and ears of the community and, and we're able to, to really uh, play our part uh, in terms of you know, making a contribution because they feed probably about 150 people a week uh, so we felt that there was a need for us to contribute in terms of food there so, so we did quite a bit uh, with uh, the uh, relief givers in that sense uh, and we hope that you know it it will help uh, going forward in terms of uh, some of the needs that they have from a, a food perspective. Uh, but also one of the things that's quite important is that uh, he spoke about the fact that you know they they have a lot of kids that come through to the centre in the afternoon. So we felt you know opening you know uh, making a way for them to read would would really help in terms of uh, creating opportunities for them. Uh, so that they can, you know, open their world a lot more wider than it is at the moment beyond uh, the community that they are, they are staying in. So we we donated books, which uh, were really uh, a contribution from the the staff members that we have. We have a small team uh, in terms of the number of staff we have here in South Africa, uh, but the contribution really came from you know the four entities that we have. Uh, and I, you know, we hope that that will make quite a significant difference because education is really, you know, a future builder, and, and, and we believe that will make a difference. But also, you know, health, I guess, is, is an important aspect, and uh, you know, facilities may be a bit of a challenge. So we we contributed uh, in terms of the first aid kits uh, that they may need at any particular point in time. But, you know, again, I just want to go back and highlight the fact that we need, you know, more heroes like uh, Mr. Lepardi and, and also Mayor Pusselis in South Africa uh, so that, you know, the, the, you know, we can continue to make uh, a difference in our society. And we need more corporate citizens like yourselves, you know, who would give so freely of their time and of their resources. Because, you see, you're talking about things that I have no idea of, you know, because we knew that you guys, all of you, um, the sponsors, came back and contributed again but we were not even aware of what it is that you were doing and uh, I mean that bodes well for the sustainability of the project but this issue of the drought and, and I'm really really concerned about that uh, uh, that Moses as you said um, it has hampered things somewhat but um, are the people still getting food regularly just how severe has the impact of the drought been uh, the impact of the drought has been very severe uh, for us. And uh, as I talk now, we are in a situation where, you know, our vegetables, like you saw yesterday, the cabbage is not green, it's grey. Mm. The tomatoes are drying up because the fruit is taking the little water that the trees have. And uh, the spinach is no longer it's no longer growing leafy and big like it was at the beginning. But all those things, I believe, we will overcome because those are things that are outside our control. You know, it's God alone who knows when things will come right. The drought has affected us, but with the help 
of uh, people like Emily from Gift of the Givers, people like uh, Lesiba from Alliance, people like um, Gugule Tumlangeni from Lafarge, who unfortunately they could not make it yes, in time yet. Yes, yes. Those, those people are still standing by us. When we have uh, difficulties and all that, they just come out and give us the assistance that we need without questioning. That is what Alliance has done for us. That is what Gift of the Givers has done for us. That is what Lafarge has done for us. Even yesterday, when we were so stranded not knowing what we're going to do about the tents and the chests and all that, Emily just came from nowhere and said, come on Moses, why should you struggle when we are there? Get those things. Let's see the uh, opening and the handover of the project becoming a success. And definitely that is happening. Even though the drought is there, but we have the people who stand by us at all times. Thank you. And it was so beautiful walking in there and the groceries strewn out there on the floor. The ladies happy, singing, peeling and getting ready for this morning. Yeah, that's what we're dealing with this morning. And um, some of our sponsors unable to be here this morning. As Ntate Moses was saying, uh, Lafarge, also NetBank and Builders, we'd love to acknowledge your contribution. And thank you so much for staying with us this morning. Uh, happy days here because uh, we are handing over our Mandela Day project. So you know how it goes. Usually you go and you do your Mandela Day project and it ends on that day. The task we undertook as SAFM along with our uh, sponsors last year required a lot more time after the fact. So that is why seven months on, we are back in Bodibe Village to officially hand over the project uh, to uh, the people from the Ritwenye Gile Soup Kitchen Project and Tate Moses Lepadi who is of course the f- owner and founder of this and also Ms. Pusileto Masibi who is uh, one of his partners on the project. With us this morning we also have Emily Thomas from Gift of the Givers and uh, Lesiba Sitoha uh, from the Alliance Group and to our other sponsors who are not here uh, Lafarge, Nedbank and Builders uh, we appreciate your contribution as well. So we were talking about the impact of the drought on the project but um, thanks once again to our sponsors uh, the situation has actually um, not really been too badly affecting the residents of Budibe because our sponsors have chipped in once again you were saying Pusileto uh, Really, it is a blessing to us because previously we were cooking from Monday till Wednesday because of the limited that we had. But because of the sponsors coming in on board, we have extended the days. It's really a blessing. We always pray God that uh, God must strengthen whatever that they're doing for us because we have extended cooking. We are now dishing from Monday till Thursday. And it is our wish that we are going to do it uh, through the will of the God, of our God, that we are going to cook from Monday till Sunday, because we are very worried at Ritsunyehile. The days that we are not cooking, what are our people eating? Mm. So I know it will be more touching to other people. Our sponsors uh, really they supported this because that's why we ended up adding up another day and. Through them, we are still going to say we are going to do it from Monday until Sunday uh, going forward. And then um, there are those, uh, the chickens 
that were promised by uh, the Northwest government. What, what happened to the chickens? Because at the time, I think the story was uh, that uh, they were day old and they needed to grow somewhat before they were brought to the project. We were promised 400 chickens. What's the latest on that story? Um, we, we're still meeting with the Department of Agric. And uh, what happened to the chicken? They could not deliver because there had to be, you know, the, the houses for the chicken, where the chicken would be put in. So before they can bring the chickens, they had promised to put up the houses, the chicken houses where they will be put in. But we were still working together with the Department of Agric. If yesterday you realized we had another tunnel, vegetable tunnel, mm. which was roundish, yes. that was given to us by the Department of Agric. Before the drought came, they were helping us a lot, especially with uh, the insecticides, you know, and whatever was needed, even some fertilizers, they were given to us in order to do that. We had a problem with uh, the animals that are roaming around. And they gave us the small gate that you were using yesterday. They donated, uh, to, uh, donated that to us. So we're still working together with them. And every time they make mention of the chicken, but up to now, nothing has materialized. But we have hope that one day they will put up We certainly houses. have hope and we yeah. shall hold them to it. Yeah. Um, we are uh, really grateful for the things that they have done, Northwest Department of Agriculture. And uh, yeah, we're we, we just awaiting the chickens now. And I'm hopeful that when those chickens do come, uh, your wish may actually come true because then you can find a way of sustaining oh, yes. um, you know, that source you'd have the 400 chickens and uh, maybe you could then move from four to seven days. But, you know, just talking about the fact that you are concerned about what people do on the days when you do not cook. Um, and that was one of our concerns as well, just looking, um, observing what was happening the last time. So people come and uh, they bring containers. So the food that is served at lunchtime, they actually do not eat that. They bring containers so that they can take that home for supper. And then they would wait to see if there is <coughs> um, anything left over, which was, would be what they would have at that time. Um, the children as well. And it was also meant to make sure that whoever could not make it to the center for one reason or another would also then be able to share in the food that was there. And I know this is a very difficult subject for the caregivers. And I see Mayor Puseleto again, you know, this is something that really upsets you. But talk to us about that situation. Yes, indeed, it is a very sad thing to talk about. Because you can think that uh, in cases like this, if you eat at home, you left the food there. And there are people that need that food. But Ritsunyahila always act for that previously. But through our sponsors, that's what I'm saying to us that, uh, you know, when we pray, we always pray that we need to cover the days. We need to cover the day and we need to cover the night 
for every family that we know that that is bad situation for them. Really, it is bad. That's why I can't hold on for that one. And uh, we'd like to hear from you, our listeners as well. You've been with us through this journey. And what are your views? What do you make of it? We've posted some pictures on our social media platforms. You can go and have a look, the befores and afters. And uh, yeah, it's that time again, very emotional in studio. Um, And I can fully understand why. If you know the situation, you will understand why it is so emotional for those involved. But let me read some of the messages. Uh, Zolani uh, Simayi says, Thank you for bringing uh, Gift of the Givers once again. I just love them. How does one uh, contribute the little that they have, resources or time? Um, we'll get your answers. Let me just read a few more. Uh, Major General says, I remember you and the team talking about this project last year. Really thrilled and excited that you actually walked the talk. And we couldn't have done it without the caregivers and the sponsors. So it absolutely was a team effort with everybody contributing their best. Um, Beto Koza says, with all my heart, I'm really thankful for all the supporters of this project. Much respect to SAFM. Uh, keep up helping others. Uh, Tsepo Diholo says, well done to your team and business with your positive efforts by adding value to welfare of the people in Bodibe Village. And uh, Chris Maxson says, great work you guys are doing. I wish uh, to do something for cancer survivors in KZN, which is taking young women in their pride. And, um, you know, of course, all of this in time, Everybody somewhere uh, will make the sort of contributions that they can. Um, uh, but let me just, uh, you know, uh, speak to you again, uh, Lesiba, Lesiba Setoha from uh, Alliance. The emotions are very raw, <clears throat> and there still is a lot to be done. And uh, do you see yourself, you know, uh, staying in contact here at uh, Bodibe Village with the Ritwenye Kile uh, project? Uh, what is Alliance's thinking at this point? Social responsibility is is very important to to Alliance. Uh, the thing about social responsibility is that it's not a, a once-off issue. Uh, it's not an issue of coming into a community like Wudibe, you know, and and coming in and out uh, quickly. Uh, that you are not really giving them enough time to 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 really be sustainable. Uh, so I think it, it only makes sense for us to really stick uh, closer to uh, the team at Ritsunyakile uh, and really work closely with them and see what we can do uh, in order to make sure that what the work that's been done uh, with the rest of the sponsors and SAFM, uh, that it truly you know remains a sustainable project. It's quite important that we do that. So I think it's more about... Uh, really, uh, even today, I think uh, we'll have a you know a, a conversation with with the team at at RLG and seeing what we can do going forward. Mm. Uh, because um, we we do um, have a serious commitment in terms of making sure that you know uh, the social economic development, not only in that area but in other parts of South Africa, you know the, the, it, it 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 does improve. Uh, so we'll definitely work uh, very closely with him uh, and see what we can do going forward. The one thing that is clear is that <clears throat> this centre is going to be a hub in that community because other people who may not have been involved from the onset have seen what the potential is um, you know, for expanding on this piece of land 
building around the project that was started by everyone here this morning. And um, just from your point of view, uh, from Gift of the Givers, Emily, and it's amazing how with all the projects that you have going at any given point in time, you are still able you know, to give that personal touch to every one of them. Well, Sakina, let me tell you, um, let me just go back a little bit towards the drought that you spoke about. Gift of the Givers is currently busy with assisting in drought relief in the Free State, Northern Cape, and also the Northwest Province. So when I came here on Wednesday, we started with water distributions in and around the Northwest Province. And when you look at the situation, I actually find it really, really bad and very sad also because now we are fighting for something that is God-given water and people get water for an hour a day and when I say an hour a day I mean from six o'clock in the morning till seven o'clock in the morning and for the rest of the day there's no water so the water crisis is actually quite big in and around South Africa currently and then to come back to the Badibe feeding uh, program we as Gift of the Givers has also committed to assist with supplying them with food on a monthly basis um, just handing over food to the center in that way, they can be able to feed the people more often as what they want to. And then I think the whole excitement about around the center being a community center, for me that is heartwarming because I can see the potential in the place where from just the feeding center it can develop into like a, a, um, a program where people can actually develop skills mm-hmm. um, such as beading or sewing or whatever the case may be, it can develop. There is room for development at the center. And from last year where you had a tarp with uh, just a few, um, you know, uh, sink uh, slashes there serving as a kitchen really, you now have a proper structure. And that was, you know, one of the things yesterday, just thinking that at least from here on in, the elderly in the community will never again have to sit outside in the rain and the cold waiting to be served a plate of food at least now they can be indoors and yesterday it was already evident just being able to sit in the shade you know when it is hot and uh, thinking about those dust storms i cannot believe how much dust i ate last year uh, because it, it was just incredible and now there's greenery around that particular space which is really fantastic but let us hear what your views are 0891 is our call-in number and we were talking about you know those who did not come through deliver on the promises um even though uh we are grateful to the ones who are always there the alliances the gift of the givers and the other sponsors who will pick up the slack but there was a group called women in construction and, and, and they promised to come and build uh, 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 toilets there. Ah, Auspitzeleto, you are just shaking your head. What happened? Yes, we are still on that situation uh, whereby our parents don't have toilets. The toilets that are still there, they are toilets that are made up of uh, the stones of Budibi that we normally build for the toilets. They are still not fine. The situation is still the same. Nothing has changed. But we still have hope at Ritsunyehile that uh, we need to be patient for anything that will come. It cannot come today, but our patience still lasts. Mm. That one day, one day, our parents will be having proper toilets. 
Dr. Moses, have you been uh, able to speak to the women uh, of women in construction? What are they saying to you? Yeah, I I found the contact that I have in Northwest, and she said to me, they haven't forgotten about the project, and actually, they are still on board, and they will be coming. It's just that they had some problems that was delaying them. So I still like Pusele, so I still have all the hope that one day they will come back and complete what they have promised to do. And I think, you know, that's how we all feel, but we also know that uh, with the great amount of goodwill that is around in this country, even if they don't, I'm sure someone else will come along and uh, basically help in that effort. Let me read uh, some messages. They're coming in thick and fast now. Uh, this one from Eddie in uh, Widenhalsra says, What an effort, SAFM. Um, this is developmental. We can change people um, and we get blessed. Keep it up. Uh, this one says, Africans and SAFM, we shall overcome. More blessings to you all. And, um, and in an atmosphere, some of us, uh, we are at the brink of losing hope. Uh, for this blessed country, and there again, the spirit Sigatata brings hope. Thank you, South Africa. And this one says, SK, our King of Kings says it's more blessed to give than to receive mm -hmm. SABC and all the sponsors. Thank you so much for uh, what you are doing. And um, I believe we do have perhaps a few callers on the line. This morning we're coming to you from Mahikeng. Um, Ritwenya Hile Relief Givers at Bodibe Village was our Mandela J project from last year. And today we're doing the official handover. And in studio this morning with us, Ndate Moses Lipadi, who's the owner of the Soup Kitchen Project. And with him, uh, Ms. Pusileto Masibi was one of his partners. Also, Ms. Emily Thomas from Gift of the Givers and uh, Lesiba Sitoha, Public Relations and Communications Officer at the Alliance uh, Global Corporate and Speciality Africa Group in our studio with us. And the lines are open 0891-104-208. And I believe we have on the line uh, Dr. Uh, Imtia Suleiman, who is the founder of Gift of the Givers. Dr. Suleiman, good morning. Morning, Sakina. Good to talk to you. I just want to say a few words. One is, I'd like to thank SAFM for the partnership. Secondly, I'd like to thank the corporate that's come on, on, on partnership. Thirdly, I'd like to take the, thank my team that work so hard in the field. But more importantly, I want to thank Tata Moses. You see, when projects like this are put up throughout the country, donors and corporates are very worried about how its sustainability is and how the project will be looked after. It's obvious that Tata Moses and his team have taken great care of the building, the boreholes, and everything that they're doing on the ground. And if they make it a success, people like us and corporates will want to come and support other communities in South Africa who make sure the balls are not vandalized, the buildings are not vandalized, the crops are well looked after, the people are fed, everybody's happy. The more investment they put in that kind of attitude, the greater our investment would be in people in South Africa. And therefore, they are a shining example for all to follow in South Africa, and we are very proud of them. And Dr. Mtia Suleiman, so are you and your, 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 your uh, people at Gift of the Givers. Really, really appreciated. Uh, we wouldn't be here. None of this would be possible uh, had it not been uh, for all of your hard work as well. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, let's go to Durban now. Karim, good morning. Sakina, I won't be long because you have much time left. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. And you? Sakina, we, we, had, we had this project which was very successful with your beautiful donors. May the Lord bless them and Allah bless them. But then, Sakina, 
I have a very, very good idea. You know, besides this project, there are so many projects which the government cannot handle. NGOs can do so much. I think a time has come where, uh, from a religious perspective, whether it's uh, a church, a mosque, Muslims, there should be a mandate where everybody in going on, like we go to mosque on Friday, others go on Sundays, they should have a donation box where people willingly, with any extra money in their pocket, put that into that box. It gets collected by a very, very uh, legible uh, organization. That money is pulled in every month or every three months, and we can do other projects. I mean, these big guys are doing big things. What about the small things? Let the man in the street put his 40 cents or one rand or three rand into a box, and let's do other things. There's so many places in South Africa that need, that need help. And it's a great project, but let's hope that if you can if you can focus this on your radio and ask people, come on, put your penny in your hand in your pocket and put the money in a box, wherever, whichever church you go, whichever mosque you go, whichever temple you go, and let's collect that money collectively. And I promise you, you'll have enough money to, to do other projects as well. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Kareem. Great sentiment there. And uh, Emily, let me just start with you. There was a question earlier. People want to know how do they go about making donations to Gift of the Givers? I think the best way for people is to visit our website, which is www.giftofthegivers.org. They will get all information, all banking details, all office numbers is on our website. And uh, one here from Viven Padiachi says, uh, keep up the brilliant work, love all, serve all. If we do um, uh, something good every day, we can all make a difference. And I guess, uh, you know, that is the general thread. Uh, Bongam Leche says, good deeds, SK and your team. And this will indeed make a difference in the lives of these people. And um, just as we're wrapping up, Lisiba, your final word? South Africa is a great country, and I think we all need to work together to make it you know, an even uh, greater country than it is at the moment. So we all have a role to play, private sector, government, and civil society. I think the future is great, and if we, if we really continue to work together, uh, the media, you know, the SABC, plays a critical role. And uh, we look forward to working with you going forward uh, and working a lot closely with Risunya uh, Gile to make sure that they remain sustainable. Thank you well, so much. We, we, we are glad to hear that uh, because we are always in need, uh, you know, for partners to come along and hold our hand as we try to make that little difference in some little corner. And we always try to go to outlying areas, not the mainstream areas where everybody congregates and, you know, they do what needs to be done there. But let's try and reach out to those places that the world, for the most part, perhaps never sees. But also, Ntate uh, Moses, Mepuseleto, this uh, is part one. We're going over to part two, where we will be doing the official handover. Uh, but just to our listeners, because that won't be broadcast live, uh, what is your uh, parting shot? What would you like to leave them with, Ntate Moses? Thank you, Shakira. Well, I, I would like to thank you know, the sponsors for the good work that they have done for us and uh, the encouragement that they give to us and uh, I promise that we'll try to maintain the highest standard in order to keep what has been given over to us. Thank you. And uh, once again, uh, none of this, none of this, as cliched as it may sound, would be possible without our sponsors who have given so generously, not only of their resources, but also of their time and of themselves, because projects like these are draining. 
they, they, they drain you even on an emotional level when you are confronted with people, other people's plight and suffering. So we thank you that you didn't cower, turn around and run away, but you stayed the cause and well beyond the time when we were meant to be here. So we really appreciate that. And let me just uh, thank once again our sponsors, uh, Nedbank, uh, we have Builders, also um, Mercedes-Benz, East Rand Mall. Uh, to the guests who were here in studio this morning, Miss Emily Thomas from Gift of the Givers, also uh, Lisiba Setoha, Public Relations and Communications Officer at Allianz Global Corporate and Speciality Africa. And of course, uh, also just a great big thank you uh, to Nkosnati Msiza, Senior Manager, Brand Communication and Group Marketing um, uh, at uh, Nedbank, and also uh, to our very own uh, partners here at the SABC. Um, um, not so much partners, they're part of us, but of course, you know, we all have our own little things that we do. SABC Foundation and uh, everybody here on the team who has made such a huge difference, the impact. Apiwe, big ups to you for choosing this project. So we're going to take it to Podibe Village now where we'll be doing the official handover. But thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for contributing. And you have yourself a fantastic weekend. We'll be back with you bright and early Monday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. And that's where we're going to leave it. Thanks to the production teams both in Joburg and in Mahikeng. Really appreciate it. It's time now for the 9 o'clock news with Simpiwe Ngongwan.